funny because my my mountain man or swamp man would consider that sort of camping fake camping. Are you looking for real life tried and true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Mom Force podcast. <laughs> You like my podcasting voice. I'm still getting used to this. My name is Vanessa Quigley. I'm co-founder of Chatbooks, mother of seven, and I'm excited to be here today with my little sister, Kara. Hello, Kara. Hi. Kara's not little. She's actually the tallest of all five girls in our family. I'm the oldest of 12. Kara is number 11. 11. All right, Kara, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Hi, I am Kara, and I am a co-founder of raising wild swim with our sister Shelly and I am raising my four beautiful children in Florida where we were born and raised we live on alligator lake yep that's the name of it and it does have alligators in it which is perfect for us because we also own a gator park yeah my husband is a co-owner with my two brothers and my dad of wild Florida And it's the perfect life for us raising our four kids. They range from ages 7 to 13, which puts us in a new realm of parenting of teenagers, which I'm not sure I'm ready for, but we are here and doing it. You've got this. You've got this, Kara. And I have to say, if any of you listeners find yourself in Orlando, you have got to carve out a day or half a day to go check out Wild Florida. Everyone who goes to do the theme parks and goes to Wild Florida, comes back saying that it was the highlight of their trip. So I'll link to Wild Florida in the show notes as well as Raising Wild because they make the best swimsuits for active moms. But today we are here to talk about something that seems to be on lots of people's minds, especially now that today for us is the first official day of summer. Are you guys out of school yet, Kara? Yes, today is our first day too. First day of summer. Summer's time. (laughs) Well, we talked out for summer. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. We talked a couple episodes ago with my sister Shelly all about summer survival. And one of the things that we talked about is bucket lists. And what seems to be a common thread on a lot of summer bucket lists is camping. Camping. And you know, if you look at the Mom Force Facebook group, go to Facebook, search Mom Force by Chatbooks. You'll find the Mom Force Facebook group. A lot of people camp, which I'm actually surprised to know because I personally love camping, but I don't know very many other moms that do. How do you feel, Kara? I could think of other things I'd rather do. <laughs> I think but... you're, I think you're a lot like dad. Mom had big plans for our family to be camping, to be a camping family. She even bought a trailer, planned the whole trip. Dad grudgingly went along. Ended up being the worst day of his life, yes. having his watch smashed to smithereens. That's true, trying to set up the trailer in the pouring rain in Florida in Key West. Anyway, mom's attempts to turn us into a camping family didn't quite pan out the the way she wanted because dad didn't love it. They ended up compromising in type of hotel camping, which I know you're going to talk about too. Uh, But I have fond memories of some of the camping trips that we took together. And I love camping with my family. I can only think of one memory of camping growing up. And that was when I was about 10 years old. I don't even recall dad being there. I think it was just mom taking us camping. And we were up on the mountains. We packed up, got ready to leave. We're going down the road, down the mountain, and the road had been closed. And so mom, being the eternal optimist and always finding the best in the situation, decided it was also 
the perfect time to teach Shelly and I how to drive. So for hours on end. Wait, how old were you? 10 and 11. For <laughs> hours on end, we drove up and down the mountain until the road finally opened up again. And mom was able to resume her position behind the wheel and we got down safely. Okay. But it was the best day of my life. I love that. Mom hack. That's genius. Okay. Teach your kids how to drive. Why not? Um, oh, I love that. They got to learn somehow. Because I remember mom planning trips to Fort Wilderness. We grew up in Orlando, and on the Disney property is a campground called Fort Wilderness. You can rent little tent spots, or they had trailers there, and then you could enjoy all the amenities. Like They had a playground and a park and a pool, and they would show Disney movies late at night, and you could have s'mores, and that was like an easy, fun way for, for mom to give us that camping experience. But Kara, even though you are like dad, you married a real outdoorsman. I did. And it's funny because my, my mountain man or swamp man would consider that sort of camping fake camping because he's the kind of guy that thinks he could survive naked and afraid. He would love nothing more than to be dropped off somewhere remote and try to survive. He is the ultimate minimalist rugged camper man. He's also very skilled and resourceful and I think he would do just fine on and <laughs> dropped off on a remote island. Slightly sexy, I just have to oh say. Gosh. But I know he's always wanting you guys to go camping, but you have figured you've compromised and you've you've landed on a plan that works for you and your family. And so Kara's here and she's gonna share some of those tips and tricks. But I first want to acknowledge that camping is not for everyone and you do not have to be a camper to be a good mom you there are other ways to bond together and have fun family adventures that don't require sleeping outside don't require pooping outdoors <laughs> that also don't even require a lot of money so i'm excited to hear all of your tips and trips kara let's jump right in and start by telling us about your annual camping trip Yes, I have committed to my dear darling husband one camping trip a year, no matter what. And it always happens the night before the opening day of duck hunting season. And we go to this remote island on the lake that is only accessible by boat. So it is the ultimate experience of camping for my man. We have figured out ways to compromise to make it a little more comfortable for his wife. But that's what marriage is all about, compromise. All right, tell compromise. us about it. What are, what are some of the compromises? What are some of the things that you bring? How do you make it work? We have tinfoil dinners, which is not rocket science, and I'm sure m many of you have had them before, but it's pretty basic. It's just ground beef with potatoes, carrots, and onions wrapped up in tinfoil. You cook it on the fire. I, however, have required a little upscale tinfoil <laughs> dinner, which what? contains some filet mignon cut up in my tinfoil. And serious? I allow Sam to have that too. I'm dead serious. Hey, listen, if we're gonna make if we're gonna do this thing, we're gonna do this thing right. So my tinfoil dinner it. has the filet and the kids have ground beef. And it's funny because if I tried to serve this dinner to my kids on a regular Tuesday night, they would probably think I was on drugs. Or laugh in my face. But because it's camping night and it, we're sitting around a fire and it's moonlit, they scarf it down. They absolutely love it. Everything tastes better outdoors. Everything tastes better by a campfire, I think. Mm, it's true. And then what about dessert? Do you guys do a campfire dessert? Yes, we do. We always bring marshmallows, which 
because it's not camping if you don't have marshmallows. But Mm -hmm. Sam had this tradition growing up when they would camp. His dad would bring tortillas and brown sugar and squeezable butter. And he would heat the tortillas up on the fire, sprinkle brown sugar, (laughs) squeezable butter, roll it up. And seriously, it is like a little slice of camping heaven. Do you wrap so that's it in our foil and put it no, on the fire? No, you don't. Or you... So we have a – there's a grate that we bring, like a metal grate that we put over the fire so that it's easier to get food on and off. And you oh, just set smart. the you just set the tortilla on the grate to warm it up, and it, like, melts the butter and the sugar, and it becomes this, like, sweet mm. mess. And it is literally a mess. But that's okay because you're camping, and you can be yeah. a mess. That's what makes camping so fun. Um, that reminded me of the fact that when you camp, you have to kind of let go of some of your rules and like standards of cleanliness, like imagining put a tortilla tortilla that you're going to eat uh, directly on a grate that who's been, who knows where most recently in the bottom of your boat. Um, yeah, that's part of the experience though, right? The fire (laughs) sterilizes it, right? That's just what I tell myself. (laughs) True. Okay. That's true. That's That's science. But, um, I know you were saying that you, you kind of just, once you get on the island, island, you let your kids just go feral. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. It's funny. I joke around that my kids are partly feral because like I said, we live live, on Alligator Lake. We grew up with a bunch of property. They love to go out and explore. Nothing's better than having a day of no, no time constraints and being outside. And so they love it when we go to Campfire Island because it's very secluded. It's an island. They can't get off it. It's not huge. They couldn't get lost. There's not really much wildlife that can get onto it. So we're not worried about you know, scary things like that, but they love to go out. And so rules don't apply on Campfire Island when it comes to little boys and pocket knives. And my boys and my girls, for that matter, love nothing more than to find sticks, whittle them down with their pocket knife to make marshmallow roasting sticks. And that's what we do. Okay. So that being said, Sam, Kara's husband, is very good at teaching their kids safety and how to handle things like knives and fishing poles. So you're not just handing them the knife for the first time saying, okay, no, guys, no, no. have fun. They, have they know. fun. Good luck. Yeah. Don't chop your fingers off. Because I wouldn't re- recommend that. Yes. So Sam's dad actually makes knives. And so when the kids turn eight, they get a handmade knife from his dad as like this coming of age present. So they do have some knowledge and skills with the pocket knife. We're not just like hoping they come back with 10 fingers and 10 toes. But they do not have free access to pocket knives in our regular day-to-day life. So that's good. That's <laughs> it makes good. it special. I love it. Well, you know what, Kara? I love how you figured out how to make your one-night camping trip a success, right? Because one night will not kill you. You have to admit going out is not going to be the most luxurious, relaxing, rejuvenating night. But that's not why we do it, right? Exactly it? right. That is not at all why we do it because you spend all day planning and prepping for one night of awful sleep, dirty, grimy situations, and less than sanitary conditions. But oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we're talking about sanitary. This is a yeah. question which I think all of our listeners might be wondering as you're on this remote island, how do you deal with your sanitary needs? Well, part of this this coming of age camping experience is learning the pop and squat. (laughs) We (laughs) that's a name. Okay, or the the or the lean and squat. Okay, it's a real art form. 
But what we do on this island, because it is very secluded and private, um, everybody picks their own little private spot. Mm -hmm. And if they're old enough to have figured out the lean and squat or pop and squat, whatever you want to call it, then they have their own private spot where they take care of their business, dig a hole, bury. I think you get the picture. <laughs> it's a real, it's a real liberating time as the mom, the mama bear here, when they have figured out how to take care of themselves. But just you bring lots of wipes, really. That's the key. Oh, you're so good. So one night camping, that's that's your norm. You just do a one-nighter? Yeah, we just do a one-nighter. Um, I know that some people love to camp for days on end, and mm -hmm. God be with you. <laughs> you know what? It's interesting because in our Mom Forest Facebook group, we were there was a lot of conversation about camping. And one of the comments that came from Mel, I want to read this to you. She says, the first night is the hardest. You, yes. usually, you usually don't get there early enough to wear them out, and they're excited from the change of scenery and sleeping arrangements. If you only go one night, you're going to think camping is the worst. Those next nights, they'll sleep much better after days of playing hard. So, Kara, maybe the secret for you is just you need to do it for more than one night. I just, I just <laughs> need to go in for the long haul. Yeah, oh. no, I, I think I agree with that, Mel. You're on to something. The difference, I think, between um, that sort of a camping situation and what we get ourselves into is that when you are camping for a longer period of time, you kind of can't be on a secluded island where you have to carry in all of your food by boat. That's true. I think if you are um, camping at a campground, that's a little easier situation because you have certain amenities that make it staying longer a little easier. Yeah, that's true. If you can load up your Suburban with your big, nice tent and your camp stove and all your big camp chairs and all the stuff, you could totally make it longer. And, yeah, I and more There's, food. If you have yeah. more food, it's really hard to to haul in all that. And and the bathroom situation. I mean, come on, the pop and squat can only last one night until it's you're true. like, fact, enough's enough. Kara did confess to me earlier that she gets so much anxiety about this overnighter that usually her whole system seizes up and she does not yeah. have to pop and squat. No, no popping and squatting here. My body holds on for dear life until we get home in the comfort of my own house. Oh, well, so guys, we camp for our kids. You know, obviously Sam loves camping. He's going to camp with your kids without you multiple times throughout the year. But as moms, and he does. We, <laughs> he's so good at that. As moms, we're willing to do it because we know it fosters great memories and relationships. But in reality, we really would rather stay in a nice hotel, right? When we yes. go with our spouses or with girlfriends, I usually optimize for the nicest hotel. But Kara's got some tips and tricks and hacks for doing a little overnighter. Uh, hotel camping. When you and Sam go out, I know Sam loves a nice hotel and you guys search and research the best hotel. But tell me how you do hotel camping with your kids. Yes, Sam is a hotel connoisseur. He thinks that you could be in the worst area if your hotel is great and makes the vacation. When we take our kids on hotel overnights, it's usually last minute and it's usually by the beach or the water. And so there are a couple of websites and apps that I like to use, that I like to check and usually you can get really great deals for last minute hotel reservations. Like um, where? On Hotels.com or? So we love Expedia. Um, here in Florida, there's a hotel on the beach that the kids love. And we find great rates on LastMinuteTravel.com. And then I have an app called Hotels, I think. The app that I was talking about that I love is called Hotel Tonight. 
Okay. On our hotel camping trips, there are a couple of things that I always make sure make it in the car. And that is, and this goes for our overnight camping outdoors as well, is the kid's pillow. And then they get to pick their favorite blanket to bring. And that just brings a little added comfort. Uh, a lot of the times when we're staying in a hotel, because we like to all stay in one room, some of the kids have to sleep on the floor. We'll bring fold out mats. Um, we usually always try to book a room that has two beds. And if we stay longer than one night, we have the kids swap who sleeps on the bed and who sleeps on the mats. That makes sense. Yeah, it works out really well um, when you bring something that's familiar to their bed at home. And the other key thing is a sound machine. A little white noise goes a oh. real long way. It's interesting because yeah. quite a few people mention that for outdoor camping too. I guess listening to the sounds of the night can be a little unsettling. So, yeah. and I think you don't need to, you, you can just play it on your phone, right? There are apps that do this, but there were people in the mom force that suggested using sound machines when they're camping outdoors too. Um, are there special foods and traditions for your hotel camping? So when we're hotel camping and when we're camping outdoors, we love to just indulge in all of the delicious foods and drinks. We do not have free reign of sugary and junk food at the house. And we definitely don't have free reign of soda for our kids. But mm -hmm. when we are camping or on our overnight hotel stays, we love to have good snacks and candy and drinks. And especially when we're camping, there is nothing better than cracking open a red ball there first thing go. in the morning <laughs> okay if there's one thing that people know about Kara is the girl loves her morning red bull um i love that i we that also was have super special cheesy things. but i saw it sitting yeah, there I and i had to it just so happened to have one right here um <sighs> we also have things like i'm pretty strict about tv we just don't watch a lot of tv usually at home but and when we're in a hotel it's always the food network diners drives mm -hmm. and Dumb. What's that? Dives. 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 Whatever. Anything with Guy Fieri. We will just yep. watch cooking shows all the time. So that's one of our fun hotel camping traditions. Um, I know a lot of our listeners have young kids and camping either in a hotel or outdoors with young kids can be really challenging. There were a lot of suggestions on our Mom Force Facebook group about if you're going to be camping outdoors with the young kids, take a big enough tent to put a pack and play in it. Oh have yeah, that, that is have really you ever smart. I've never that done young? that just because we, my husband is like minimalistic camping, and less is more for him. So, ooh, ooh. but that is such a good idea. Do you hear that? Wait, Kara, time's up. Do you hear that alarm? Do you listeners hear that alarm? Our alarm is up. These fifteen minutes go by so fast. Okay, so we got that means we have to wrap things up. Uh, one more thing though, <laughs> just one more thing about the camping with babies. Nate and I, my husband and I, when we first got married, we loved to camp. We had no money, but someone gave us a tent and sleeping pads for our wedding gift. And so that's what we did. A lot of camping as newlyweds. And when we had our baby, as soon as I felt strong enough and ready to go, we decided to go camping with a baby. And that is a whole different thing. But mom foresters have got all the good ideas about camping with toddlers. If you want to find more good stuff, go to the mom force Facebook group. You can request to join. Of course, we will add you and then search in the search bar camping and all the posts about camping will pop up right there. We also have put together a little printable for you. And this printable is a list of things that you might want to consider packing things that I honestly wouldn't have considered, but they're great ideas from the mom force. So you can look for that in the show notes. I'm also going to link to a blog post that one of our mom forcers had written 
specifically about camping with toddlers. So much good stuff in there from Tiffany on the Mom Force. So look for that. So Kara, thank you for sharing your experiences and your honesty. <laughs> Becoming vulnerable here for us. All right, guys. Thanks for being here. We will see you next week. Hope you have a great week.